0: everyone, Grant K here for the Flame Premium Learning Channel. In the previous video, we created a brand new environment using a still and projections. In this video, I'll show you how to clean up a shot or composite more items into the shot with projections. The material I am about to use is courtesy of Artbeats. This shot and many others are available for purchase through the Artbeats website. If I call up the clip and scrub the frames, You can see that we are coming in for landing. To make this interesting, we want to remove the 30 off the tarmac and perhaps replace it with something else. In order to do this, we need that part of the tarmac as big as possible. In this case, the last frame will be adequate. In the interests of time, I have already painted a clean frame of the tarmac using Batch Paint. You can use any of the tools you want to achieve a similar result. Now there are a couple of things you need to bear in mind and we will cover them in this video. The shot needs to be tracked to determine the camera movement. And we need to create a surface and align it to the camera. And finally, we need to apply the projection to lock it down. So the first step in this process is to drag out an Action node from the Batch node bin. Select the Action node and press Ctrl+N n twice to create two media input nodes. I'll connect the original shot to input 1 and the clean still frame to input 2. Double-click on the Action Note for its controls and press ALT 2 for the dual-screen split. Ensure that the Action Schematic is in the left view and the result view is on the right. Now delete everything in the Action Schematic. Next, select the result view. Switch to the Action Bin menu. To call up the 3D tracking tools, select the original shot in the media list. Double-click on the Analyzer Mono node to add it into the composite. The result view switches to the 2D Analyzer view. I prefer to work with the 3D Analyzer view so select the view and press F7 to toggle between the 2D and 3D Analyzer view. Double-click on the Analyzer node for its controls. I'll enable forward and backward tracking and analyze the shot with the default settings. Once the track is complete, you can scrub the time-bar to see the generated tracking data. The next step is to define the ground plane. Switch to the fine-tuning menu and enable DEFINE. Right now, the camera does not know where the ground is. Hold CONTROL and start dragging boxes over various tracking points that represent the ground. You need a minimum of three selected points for the ground to align itself to the camera. The grid is now aligned but since this is a long shot, we need to increase the scale of the ground plane to take into account the distances in the frame. Every shot will be different but I'll settle on 350 for this shot. Now turn off DEFINE to ensure you don't accidentally change the ground plane when selecting tracking points. To double check this in the 3D composite, Hover over the 3D analyzer view and press SPACE-F7 for the working analyzer view. If you switch to Orbit mode with O and rotate the camera, you will see the 3D points sitting on the ground plane. This is fine for determining the location of the tarmac in 3D space. Press F7 to go back to the 3D analyzer view. In SELECT mode, hold CONTROL and select the points around the 30 on the runway. Now click CREATE LOCATORS. The locators I have just created will be used to position the surface in 3D space for the projection. Now hover over the 3D analyzer view and press F4 for the result view. We are currently looking through the default camera and not the new 3D tracking camera. Double-click on the Camera 3D node in the schematic. Change the result camera setting to Camera 1. Just to keep the view clean and tidy, pan over to the default camera and hide it with the H hotkey. So the 3D track is done and the environment is ready to receive objects we'd place in the shot. Now at this point, you have two choices. You can either use a surface object like a layer or card as some people call it or you can use a 3D shape. Either way will work with projections. Personally, I found 3D shape easier to use because it can be any shape I want and it has built-in camera projection. In both cases, you use the locators to position the object in 3D space. Double-click the Point Locators node to select them. To save you realigning surfaces and shapes later, set the Axis Behaviour to PLANE TRANSFORM. This option looks at the locators and aligns all connected objects to the plane or average of the locators. If this doesn't work for you, then try CENTROID TRANSFORM which places any objects in the center of the locators. Now switch to the Action Bin menu. I'll select my clean still in the media list and double-click the 3D shape node in the Action node bin. The 3D shape should attach to the point locators and I can now draw my shape. As I said earlier, it can be more than 4 points and it can also be Bezier curves. Now let's check the alignment in 3D space. Select the result view and press SPACE F4 for the working camera view. When you orbit the camera, you will see the plane already aligned to the ground plane. The big important point to remember is that the 3D object and its projection must be perfectly aligned to the surface that will be replaced. So if this was a wall perpendicular to the ground, the surface would have to be 90 degrees to the ground and so on. Coming back to this example, if you select CENTROID TRANSFORM or NO TRANSFORM in the LOCATOR SETTINGS, then you must manually align your 3D objects. Now I know that my surface is aligned to the ground plane so I'll turn off the grid display. In the Action Preferences menu, you will find the option to turn the grid off. Press F4 in the result view to see the composite. If you scrub the time-bar, you will see the 3D shape is locked into the shot. To enable the projection, double-click on the 3D shape node. Turn on Media Projection. If you zoom into the runway and scrub the time-bar, you will see that the projection is sliding on the 3D shape. This is because the projection is coming from the 3D tracked camera. As the camera moves, so does the projection. So the projection needs to be locked down to the reference frame it was sourced from. In this example, I used the last frame of the shot to create a clean frame. Therefore we need to lock the projection to the last frame and it should stick on all the other frames. The 3D track camera knows all the camera movement throughout the shot. So select the Camera 3D node and press Ctrl d to duplicate it. Now scrub to the last frame. So this is where the camera and projection are aligned together. Go to the animation menu and press SHIFT-TAB to focus on the selected camera. Press the Keep button to delete all the animation on the new camera except for the current frame. So scrubbing the time-bar, you can see how we have two cameras and we'll use the frozen one as the projection source for the runway. Double-click on the 3D shape projection. Change the projection mapping from the result camera, which was camera 1, to camera 2. So if you scrub the time-bar, you should see that the projection is now aligned and locked down to the runway. So the only thing that is missing is the grain. Let's quickly output the mat from Action and regrain this section. Switch to the Output menu. The current output is the COMP or BEAUTY output. Select this output and press COPY. Now change the output type to mat To see the alpha generated by the 3D shape, we need to MUTE the background for this output. In the Tools pull-down menu, you can switch to Edit Outputs or press ALT E. Now tap on the original shot in the schematic to hide it from this output. If you hover over the result view and toggle F4, you can switch between the outputs of Action. Now let's regrain the shot. Swipe to the left to bring back the Batch Schematic view. Drag out a Regrain node from the Batch node bin. Connect the COMP ACTION output to the red front and green background inputs of the Regrain node. Finally, connect the Action mat output to the blue mat input of the Regrain node. Double-click on the Regrain node for its controls and press F4. Zoom into the runway to have a closer look and scrub the time-bar. To sample the grain, set the mode to CUSTOM. Hold CONTROL and drag a box selection over a sample of grain you would like to use. If you now zoom out and scrub the time bar, the addition of the grain should finish the shot. Now this technique can be used for image cleanup, but it can also be used to add additional changes into the shot. As a quick example, I'll go back to the batch schematic and bring up the media panel with control swipe. Here I have another stool where I've composited some text onto the runway. I'll just drag it over the original still and replace it. Looking back into the REGRAIN node, you can see that everything still locks into place… But I have added something in the shot as opposed to cleaning it up. More videos on projection to come in the future. Comments, feedback and suggestions are always welcome and appreciated. Thank you for watching and please subscribe to the Flame Premium Learning Channel for future videos.